Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to Starfield House of L. This is episode number 92, and we're calling it Comic-Con Part 1. I'm Steve. And I'm Derek. Hey, Derek. How's it going, Steve? You know, I didn't get to go to Comic-Con. Well, that's fine. We're coming off the heels of 2008 Comic-Con in San Diego last week, and while you San weren't there in person... Diego. While you weren't there in person, you were there in spirit. And I was there on the phone. On the phone, as I was going to say. <laughs> yes, you were there on the phone. We had an amazing time. Uh, there's so much stuff to cover in today's episode. We were on the second row at the Smallville panel. And uh, so there's there's so much to cover from that. There's so much news on top of that because we didn't do an episode last week because we were there. And there's just so much to go on about. So we need to jump right into it today. And I think we've got some shoe news to go off with at first, and then we're going to jump into all the stuff that happened last week, including the Season 8 trailer, uh, uh, new spoilers that the panel gave away, and some surprises that we weren't even expecting. So, All right. Well, well, let's jump right into shoe news. And the first big thing with shoe, of course, is Comic-Con. And how, Talk about that a little bit. How did the panel go and everything as far as the shoe 10th Wonder panel and all? We're going to talk about the panel a little bit more in depth as the episode goes on, but we... we it, the turnout was great. There was a line. I, I was not expecting that. There was a line to get in the room. Uh, we had to stand in the line because the room was locked. So Graham and I were in line with everybody else that was waiting. Uh, so that was kind of funny. Um, just we want to give a, bit, a big thanks to our buddy Jason, super clerk on the forums. Uh, he Not only did he film the panel for us and go around and film some extra stuff of me and Graham before and after, but uh, he also held our place in line uh, for the Smallville panel. So, and, uh, wow, he got, so he, he, got just, up, he stepped it up for you guys. He did. He he got up early, early Sunday morning um, because we, we got up early, early Saturday morning uh, for the Heroes and Lost Line, which was insane. Um, and then, because it was in the, the huge Hall Room H, the big room where they did all, they also did Watchmen. Right, panel right, and all where that they should have had your panel. Yeah, they should have had our panel in there. <laughs> we could have; it would have been like a roundtable discussion. We just put chairs out in a circle with everybody, and just it's like mm-hmm. Graham said, we'd, we'd pass the tennis ball around, and whoever was holding the tennis ball could talk. Well, now uh, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be serious though. Like I called in to you, or you called me right as the thing was starting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, and I and you were like, you were joking. You're like, "There's only about six people here," and I'm like, "Well, tell them to make some noise." And when they did. I mean, it, it it sounded like a legit seventy five to one hundred people were in that room. By the end of it, we had between one hundred and fifty and two hundred, and this the thing only sat like one hundred and fifty. So, so uh, that's I pretty was pretty substantial, pleased. sir. I mean, as that bit more people coming in, we were like, "Yeah, dollhouse filled up, didn't it? Come on in, have a seat everywhere." <laughs> we did uh, we did stream it live over all three websites, Skynex, Shoe, and Tenth Wonder. So if you're watching live, you got to see it. It's still up over at HeroesPodcast.com. You can watch the playback of it. The audio is not perfect um when we we it was a last minute decision to do this plug it into uh, jason's camera through graham's laptop and uh we didn't switch the audio over while we were holding microphones and we also had wireless mics on that were going straight to the camera the audio you heard was coming from the laptop which is why it was kind of poor quality that's not jason's fault that was just us trying to get everything done really really quickly uh so a better version of that is going to be put in the feed as an episode probably either comic con part two or hopefully depending on warner brothers legal department comic con part three what i'm hoping is this is going to be the first of three episodes one being this one two being uh our our panel the video and or audio from our panel and three is actually going to be the audio from the smallville panel that you can actually sit there and listen to the whole thing uh, if you haven't been able to find it online anywhere, some versions are a whole lot worse than others. 
Uh, they put some of it up on Xbox Live, but not a whole lot of it. They haven't released the trailer yet. Unfortunately, we don't have the trailer to show anybody. I wish we did. I've never seen a Smallville trailer like that before. But uh, hopefully that will be the third of the three episodes, and you can actually hear the panel in its entirety, uh, minus uh, a few questions that were that didn't need to be asked. And, well, that, uh, I was going to say, one of my favorite part, other than me calling in or, or you calling me, and then my text message to you... Um, was when I think you said it was Jason from behind the camera asked you guys uh, what happened with the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he raised his hand. I said, "Yes, sir, Jason." He said, "He said I want to know about the Civil War." And I said, oh, "We're not going there." Because <laughs> I was really surprised at how many of the people in the audience did not know they weren't there for Tenth Wonder or Shoe. They were there to learn about podcasting. We had a lot of really good oh, technical wow. technical questions about starting up a pod- podcast, trying to do a fan base community, that kind of thing, and weren't familiar, weren't getting all our inside jokes and everything. And I felt bad as we were going on, but the more people came in, the more that kind of knew who we were and what we were talking about and whenever somebody yelled out mole or something yeah, like, like that. I saw someone sitting there with like a pad and pen ready to take notes. Like before the thing got going, you know, Jason was just kind of panning around the room and there was someone sitting there. I mean, they, they were serious. Yeah. I kind of, Who, whoever felt, that was, was ready to get the information about podcasts. I kind of felt bad that we, I feel like we did a few people a disservice, um, because we got, we, that we went in there with that mentality. We were going to just do it about podcasting where we we're going to be like, talking about heroes or talking about Smallville or anything like that. And we got in there and it just seemed like everybody was, everybody was dying out laughing at you. So everybody right, got there. Right. I thought everybody got the chocolate pie joke. So <laughs> it was really weird the whole week though. Cause you would walk past a long line of people and all of a sudden you just Saturday morning, Graham and I were walking the heroes line. We had taken a, a cab later than everybody else or earlier. No, we had taken a cab before everybody else that was staying with us did. Our buddy Joe went uh, Joe did the the <laughs> Joe Johnson. He's he's a class act. He did the uh, if you watch the video, he, he or were there. He moderated the panel. He's he's an old friend of mine, and he kind of went in Steve's stead because we needed a, a fourth person. And our buddy Xander went. Uh, Chris, you know from from the yeah, forums, you the know, Chris Griffin, the Chris Griffin, and uh, we all stayed at the room at a hotel together. And then our friend Marty stayed at the hotel too. Uh, she came over from Italy. And so we were all, uh, we were only like four miles from the place, but traffic was just, I mean, you got 200,000 people going to this thing at the same right, time. Yeah. Um, Thursday, I, I had rented a car and I was able to drive, but that was, no, Wednesday night, I was able to drive to the place, but that was the only night. Every time since then, we had to take a cab. So Graham and I had gotten up at like 6, like 5.45, 6 a.m. and gone Saturday morning to get in line for Heroes because we had some people uh, holding our spot, our, our buddy Dennis, if you're listening, Dennis, he, he held our spot in line. And, um, cause there were people that camped out the night before. I mean, I mean, literally that they had, they right, spent yeah. the night out in front of hall H to, 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 you know, be on the front row at the, at the heroes panel. And, uh, so Graham and I are walking the line, which is massive, you know, all the way from where the taxi lines off to the opposite end of the building. And out of nowhere, I just hear somebody start singing, uh, chocolate pie. Nice. It's too late for chocolate pie. And I don't <laughs> see the guy. I don't know where he is, but I can hear it. And that's just, that was a good feeling. <laughs> I just screamed out, yeah, what about Mole? But it was fine. He he sang, he sang chocolate pie. So it was good. But yeah. we had a good time. We're going to talk a little bit more uh, in depth about the whole experience as we get later on into the episode yeah. today. Also, um, just so everyone will know, because we don't want there being confusion because we were really pumping it up leading up to Comic-Con, 
T-shirts are still available. Oh, yes, 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 yes. T-shirts.smallvillepodcast.com is where you can get your very own Houseville T-shirt. It was so cool seeing so many people wearing these. Like, I would be in some other panel. I would be, like, in the Dexter panel, and I would just see the back of the shirt from, like, ten rows up, and I'd be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's happening with the That's me. Starkville's House of LT show? It was, it was just really cool, and uh, Marty and, and Chris Xander got really, like, they were just, like, spotting them. I don't know how, but, like, we would just, we would be at a restaurant, and from, like, ten miles off, they'd be like, shoe shirt. It just, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, our goal was to actually go around behind people and just take random pictures from the back of people wearing shirts and try to figure out who they were later. But there were a ton of, uh, ton of Tenth Wonder and shoe shirts. It was really great to see everybody show their support. There were a lot of people wearing them at the panel that day. We, we, out, uh, is it okay to say this on the show? There were more people wearing shoe shirts than there were Tenth Wonder shirts at yeah. the panel. That's good stuff. So. That's you guys. So it was really great meeting a, a whole lot of people that showed up and a whole lot of foreign people we've gotten to know over the past couple of years. Um, but a lot of fun. But yes, go get your t-shirts right now. They are still available via shop uh, shopsamandnate.com. Also our link, personal link to our page where you can get your shirts is t-shirts.smallvillepodcast.com. Pick those up and show your support. They are really cool t-shirts. And I'm trying to think if the last time we did an episode... I had gotten mine in yet. I don't think I had. Or maybe I had. I don't know. Yeah. Had I? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I had gotten mine in, but it was much cooler seeing other people wear them. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah. so uh, they they turned out really nice, though. I, I'm really proud of the job done on them. So there, there are two those. different cuts of the shirt. There's a, like a little girl, you know, like a girly female. Girly I think female is the yeah. ladies. Yeah. So, and then there's the guy. Ladies cut, and then have you, you know, uh, the regular T-shirt. Have you ordered yours, Steve? Have you? Are they roomy? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I mean, I got to decide if I'm going to go with the three or the four X. I got an XL, and I'm I'm I was comfortable. I wasn't yeah. worried about my physique, you know. I, right. I got to Well, I'm not worried about the physique. It's about the comfort. The ladies were still walking up to me, so I was like, "What's well, up?" Well, you know. Well, the ladies went in Rome. I, <laughs> go on. I don't actually think that pertains to this. <laughs> so, yes, get your t-shirts. You cannot beat that price either. $15 for the guy's shirt plus shipping. $20 for the female shirt because they are a different material and a different style shirt, so they're a little bit more expensive. But uh, the girls' shirts look good. I, the first time I had gotten to see those, too. And, yeah. uh, I, and I had not gotten to see them before we got there. So I, I, I think they both turned out really well, as well as the 10th Wonder shirts. that They turned out well as well. Well as well. And if we can, and if we can sell these, and if these shirts keep selling, I mean, that kind of supports the show a little bit, doesn't it? It does, and it also enables us to have a Skynet, uh, Skynext shirt available uh, this fall when season two of Sarah Connor begins. So, which we are uh, greatly anticipating on another show there. Y- yes, indeed. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the forums, a lot of things going on, and uh, there's a mystery out there, Derek, and there is a great. Um, I haven't been I on the forums know. much. Yeah, it's almost. It's almost like a, like an Indiana Jones quest mm-hmm. for these things. And, and I'm talking about the first 18 episodes of Shoe ever. You know, um, somebody asked at the panel, because I had said a few months ago that I hoped that the first 18 episodes would be available uh, at San Diego, at Comic-Con, and I would be able to give those out to anybody that wanted them. And uh, what happened was I found some of them. I was missing like episodes 12 and 16, and I couldn't find them anywhere. Uh, I have since found them since I've gotten back uh, to Startville, and hopefully um, we had talked about selling them just 
uh, at Comic Con because we were actually going to have to you know make CDs and stuff and didn't want to have to blow money on that. But right. uh, we uh, should have those available in some sort of separate feed very soon. There will be a link on smallvillepodcast.com. They won't be available in the, this feed because that's really good. That so one, everyone, everyone can put away their whips and fedoras. Except me, because I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got to go India on everybody and, and bring them right. out. You know, I've, I've got to be the god. But there will be some feed featuring these original 18 episodes. If you so dare to want these <laughs> these treasures, <laughs> as, as they're referred to, uh, yeah, check those out. Another thing I, that I don't have on the rundown here, and I, let me interject, Steve. We gave these out at. By the way, thanks for telling everybody I'd sign their stuff at Comic Con, Steve. I really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Because I got held to that, which was fine. It was cool. But uh, we have House of L stickers, and they're kind of like, I don't know the best way to describe them. They kind of look like bumper stickers, but they're not that big. But they're really cool to put on your notebook, your laptop, wherever you want to put them. They're really high-grade quality. Our buddy Mark Harper made these, he, and he worked uh, on a design uh, based on our Fortress design and did those. And we were really, really pleased with how these turned out. We had them available at Comic-Con. We gave a bunch out. We had 10th Wonder ones, too. Uh, we will be selling those via smallvillepodcast.com very soon. We just got to get the shop set up for that, and it'll be—I don't know—it's Graham's been doing it for a while. We just now got some. It'll be like ten for five dollars or something. It's a really good deal, uh, and they're really, really cool stickers. I'm really pleased with them. So, so be watching for that. We'll have an update uh, in an episode too when when that store gets available to put up. All right. Well, that's cool. I want a sticker. Well, you paid for them, so you get some of them. Yes. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> Aren't you pleased, sir? I love stickers. I love them. I love them. Well, and that that's that's all we got for shoe news right there, isn't it, Derek? It is, sir. I, I, I mean, it's... Episodes 1 through 18. Uh, Just to recap. Well, let's jump into it because this is the big stuff. I mean, this is this is what's really huge right now. For everyone who is into the show Smallville, and that is our Smallville news. Yes. And the, the first thing, and, and a lot of these announcements are going to be things that came out of the, the Smallville panel. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, one of the biggest announcements out there right now is that Episode 9 of Season 8, Jeff Johns is writing it, and it's entitled Legion. And um, is that as far as we need to go with that, Derek? Well, I, you know, I don't think that's too... I mean, it, it is a spoiler, but, I mean, that's no more a spoiler than saying the Justice League is coming to Smallville, back when right, we said that in right. Season 6. And it's no mystery that the Justice League is coming back again in Episode 801, Odyssey. Uh, essentially, what happened was, we were sitting at the panel. This was one of those things that was a surprise to us we didn't see coming. Jeff Loeb, who was an executive producer on Smallville for uh, four... Four, four or five years. Yeah, was yeah, he, yeah. He left in season six or right at the end of season. I five? think right at the end of. Leave? I think right at the end of season five. And forgive me if, I, if I'm wrong for that. that. That's a little shady to me because he went to prepare for Heroes. He's on Heroes now, but he moderated the panel, which was really cool to have him on. And, and he knew, you know, Kelly and Brian and, and Todd and Darren, the new executive producers of the show that have taken over in the place of Alan Miles, and uh, so he moderated. And 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 the the panel consisted of those four: Justin Hartley, Green Arrow. Uh, Allison Mack, who plays Chloe. I was so close to Chloe. I was just right there, Steve. How does that so make much. you feel? But even more than Chloe now, I got a little uh, Tess Mercer crush going on. I don't mind telling you. Cassidy was uh, just, uh, she was awesome. Uh, and she's really going to shine big on the show. I'm a little bit worried about losing Lex Luthor. 
and and then you see this this cute little girl come out and she's very happy go lucky in the panel and she's very funny she's hilarious she right. was making she was cracking me up the whole freaking time and <laughs> and then you know uh and then to see the trailer and see her just be completely ba in the trailer was was a complete turnaround so she's got an amazing character acting ability and then also Sam Witwer who was playing Davis Bloom which he gave new life to to himself by by showing himself up there in front of everybody because I, he he's he's an amazing actor he really is and uh, whether you agree with the direction they're taking with him on Smallville or not you cannot deny that this guy has got some true acting jobs about him because he he's he's going to be kick ass this season as well I think uh, I, I'm anxious to see what to do with the character I'm anxious to see how it goes down but reg- regardless of however that happens I'm impressed with how the guy can hold himself but. Neither here nor there. Jeff Loeb is is going throughout the whole panel. He's moderating the questions. Some great questions filled from the audience. Smallville really was, and I've heard other people say it that weren't even Smallville huge fans that were at the panel. Smallville was the best panel at Comic-Con for a TV show. It really was. Really? It was was the best uh, fan interaction. It was the best panel interaction from the entire... I went to some that were so dead boring that, that the people up there looked like they were hungover. That had no, you know, no qualms about answering questions or anything like so, that. So you're saying that even with like heroes showing their full. Well, I mean that was cool, but they came out and like answered two questions and then they left. You know, there oh, wasn't okay. a whole lot of. I mean, they they this walked was out. Like a, this was full on. I mean, the trailer was five minutes, but the rest of the time was full on just questions. Like they didn't even. Jeff didn't try to moderate his own questions and then turn it over right, to the audience. I mean, right. he got up there and turned it over to the audience. Yeah, and the. There were some fans at Comic Con that were just annoying the whole time, and let's let's be perfectly honest. Some that got up there and just wanted to show attention to themselves. But a lot of the ones in the Smallville panel were very Superman Smallville oriented. They had good questions and everything. And uh, I guess about midway during the panel, Jeff was like, "Well, you know, we want to turn over like a little content." He was making like a joke. Uh, who wants to write an episode of Smallville this season? Of course, everybody just like throws up their hands and everything. And He's like, well, we've kind of already got somebody picked out. He's he's big in the Superman universe, and at this point, my head's just kind of turning because I'm like, who are they? I, you know, Tucker's gonna walk up on stage any minute now. I just know they pulled Tucker <laughs> up there. And he's he's gonna be up there, and I'm gonna shoot him the bird from the second row, uh, which was really cool being on the second row because all the writers were on the first row. So like Turi Meyer and, and all the writers from the show were right in front of me, and I and cool. it was it was nice to get to to acknowledge some people. Uh, that you know we talk about here on here every week that we haven't always gotten to uh, interview or whatnot, um, but Jeff bring, uh, Jeff Lowe brings Jeff Johns up on stage and you could tell not all the room knew who he was. There was there was a, a pretty good round of applause, but there were some people going, "Are we supposed to know who this guy is?" Because not right. not every Smallville fan is a Those Superman are all the fan. Fans. Yeah, I mean there are fans that just want Dawson's you know Superman's Creek television, and they're not into right. the, they're not into the whole <laughs> Superman thing. So when they bring Jeff Johns up on stage, everybody's kind of like, "What?" I'm freaking going nuts myself. Oh, I'm sure, si- I'm yeah. sitting there, you know, just like in my chair, like holy crap! So he gets up there, he's all cool because he's Jeff Johns. He's like, "What's up? I'm Jeff Johns," and he's like, "I'm doing, uh, I'm doing 809 this year. Yeah, going to be bringing the uh, the Legion of Superheroes to Smallville from the future, from the 31st century." And I knew as he was walking up on stage, I was like, "He's." He's doing a future episode. I mean, there was no doubt in my mind because that is when you think of Jeff Johns in the Superman universe, that's what he kind of controls. Oh, sure. He's, yeah, he's yeah. definitely over 
the Legion of Superheroes. So, and I'm not a huge Legion fan, but I am a huge Jeff Johns fan. So I'm very interested to see. So he was only up there for a second. He had to, he had to duck out to another panel, but very cool. Uh, to have him up on stage with everybody else, they were excited. Uh, the, the cast and crew were excited. They've stood up and applauded when he walked up. Uh, so very neat to see what he is going to be able to do with episode eight oh nine this season, which will probably be the last episode uh, before winter hiatus this year. Um, I mean, that is to me bigger than the Legion because I'm like you. I'm not a huge Legion fan, right? But when you called and said, "Hey, Jeff Johns is writing an episode of Smallville," yeah. I was like, "What?" Yeah, I, I I lost it, dude. That was that's one of the coolest like fanboy things I've heard in a while. Well, I mean, Je- like I was only peripherally aware of Jeff Johns during like the whole Infinite Crisis thing in DC Comics. And excuse me, Smallville fans, I'm going to go on a little bit of of comic book talk here. Woo-hoo! Um, but but I picked up uh, Green Lantern Rebirth the other month. Oh yeah, and he wrote that. It's the return of Hal Jordan, you know, and everything. And, dude, the guy has a way of taking old story threads and old plot threads and even stuff that was just dumb yeah, and making it all make sense, wrapping it together in this awesome little thing. The moment that Hal Jordan actually comes back in Rebirth, like, I was sitting there longing for a freaking Green Lantern theme because I wanted to just plug that out of my iPod. What he's doing in action comics right now is outstanding. I mean, he just that- knows... He is what Jeff Loeb was a couple of years ago to me. He knows superheroes, and he knows yeah. how to write superheroes. And, and somehow he gets Superman. The, you know, there, there are very few writers who get Superman. And Jeff Johns gets him. And so I'm really stoked about him coming on to, uh, to do this and, for this one and, episode. And let's give some people a point of reference that might not know. If you're, just not, if, if you're an avid comic fan reader, you're not really into it. If you remember, we've talked about it here on the show, The Last Son that Richard Donner did. Uh, he did that with Jeff, you know, where uh, Zod and Ursa Nan had the kid from the... The Phantom Zone. Yeah. Yeah, they had him in the Phantom Zone. That's what. Oh, you were saying Phantom Zone. I thought you were questioning what I said. No. Phantom Zone. You all right? Phantom Zone. Yes, Phantom Zone. <laughs> I was there. Uh, the PZ. Yeah, up in the zone. East side. Uh, so... <laughs> He did that. He also did with uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff also did with Richard Donner and Eric Powell, who does the Goon. If you're a fan of the Goon, uh, the Escape from Bizarro World, which was really cool. Bizarro came to Earth and took Jonathan Kent back to Bizarro Planet with him. And that was a fun story. That too. was an awesome story, sir. And and to have Eric Powell's art on that was very cool in itself because it was very. It was a very creepy looking Bizarro Planet. And he and he encases. Uh, Jonathan Kent in his own personal fortress of solitude, much like Jor-El is for Superman on Earth. So it was, that's a very fun story. So so these cool little nuances, this cool stuff like that, um, is very neat. And I think Jeff John, you know, he says he's going to be true to the characters. I mean, he, they're going to be wearing the Legion rings. They're going to be in costume. He, yeah, they have. Do you, now, do you really think they'll be in costume? He said they would, man. He know. said Who do you it. think he's going to have? I don't know. They haven't announced yet. I, I don't think there'll be more than four people. Yeah, I would think there'd be three or four. There was an episode of Superman, the animated series, I think. Yeah. Where they did a whole thing where they kind of came back, and there was just three of them. And, um, and, I'm, and I'm not familiar enough with the names and everything to know, but it was pretty cool. Well, I mean, I mean it was, it was, if you get more than four, 
it's going to be difficult. I mean, because I mean, if they're they're going to, I real, I'm really hoping for Bouncing Boy. I hope. And not. but here's why: because I would like to say right now, to the creators, I will submit my <laughs> talents to be Bouncing Boy. I'm sorry, I didn't even see that coming. I'm really for those hoping. Of you who don't know, Bouncing Boy's round. I'm really hoping for Brainiac myself. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would definitely be a very cool little little nod to everything. Um, the real question is, do they carry Clark into the future with them? Um, that's going to be an expensive episode, if so, or do they come into the past to help Clark uh, to help avert or to go back to avert something that Clark may do? You know, it's going to be cool to see what happens with that, or if Clark even gets a glimpse into the future, into the 31st century. Um, I think with all the other stuff they're doing this season, it's going to be a very, very cool episode. I'm anxious to see how it turns out. Probably going to have to wait till the end of November, December to see that one. Um, which is weird to me because usually number nine is not a big episode. I mean, we think like right, subterranean, yeah, yeah. Lexmas, things like that, <laughs> mole, you know. Uh, usually, which now Lexmas was pretty good. I enjoyed. Oh, it, it was good. I'm just saying. Hey, Subterranean was good. You know what's up? But I well, mean, I, I'm saying they're not very big episodes. They're they're just right, kind of right. filler to get to the next half of the season to come back big. Uh, usually, when they come back big, they've got big things to do. I think like Hydro and Justice. You know, Clark dressing up as the Green Arrow, things like that. Yeah. Um, it, there's big stuff that can be done so it makes you wonder if maybe eight is going to be where they leave off the first half of season eight uh and then come back with nine and the legion episode i just i think it's really cool to get an episode that far in advance too especially an episode title because they were only breaking episode five or six while at comic-con you know smallville doesn't get the huge yeah i I remember seeing on the reports that jeff Loeb said they had only broken uh they were they were in the process of breaking episode five smallville didn't get the huge leaps and bounds that shows like uh sarah connor and heroes did due to the writer's strike because they ended early and got ahead and when the writer's strike ended they got right back to work smallville had to revamp plus smallville had to go through a lot of changes you know we lose michael we've lost you know, we were sitting there counting the other day at how different the credits are going to be. We went to dinner with uh, Graham and I and, and Joe went to dinner with Craig Byrne from Krypton site one night after I got back into Los Angeles, and we were counting who all we lost last season. We lost uh, Kristen, we lost Michael, we lost Vandervoort, and we lost Glover. You know, we lost four people, and we're only gaining really three this season. Um, so we're, we were discussing, you know, we're only gaining Cassidy, uh, Whitwicky. I keep calling him Whitwicky, man. Whitwicky. And, uh, I went to the press junk and I, but I, we didn't go in. Uh, it was just, oh, it was insane in there. And I, I was not prepared at all because I sat there, <laughs> I didn't have any battery power left on my laptop because I sat there and live blogged the whole dang panel. So all, you know, every, yeah. I updated Well, you did a great job, by well, the way. thank you. So. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm not going to break my arm for the pat on the back, but I, uh, I ran out of battery power, so there was really no point in me going to the junket because I didn't have anything to uh, interview anybody with. Uh, but um, we're you know we're adding Cassidy, we're adding Whitwicky, and we're adding uh, 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 Justin will be in the credits this season. Right. So uh, it's it's going to have a different feel for the show, definitely. I think. Uh, and now I'm sure Kelly and Brian and Todd and Darren's names will be in the opening credits as well. I think you'll still still see the familiar developed for television by Alan Miles at the end. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of new sequences. 
Uh, well, I mean, yeah, especially if you've got those uh, those two new ones in there, you're going to see some new stuff with them. Oh, you'll have to, yeah. And, and, and they've, um, they've shot a lot. I'm really, um, I was really impressed at how much you know, I went to uh, to had coffee with Elena Huffman, who plays Black Canary, when I was in Los Angeles, before we went down to San Diego, because she was wanting to go to Comic-Con, she wasn't able to. And she had just left, like, a few days earlier from 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 uh, Vancouver shooting, and they already had Black yeah. Canary's sequences and some effects done for that trailer. That's so cool. I was very impressed at how, how, how well they had, had stuck their necks out on that trailer, because, I mean, it was it was good. Good stuff. Good television. Well, also, I mean, because there's just tons of news right now going on this week. Um, yeah. There's also been some potential directing assignments leaked. Well, you know, I don't know what to make of that, because those aren't always handed out that far in advance. Usually it's right. um, usually there's a writer's retreat, and the directors get named then. Um, definitely there's yeah, already been but, a writer's retreat. But with retreat. these particular names, wouldn't you want to go ahead and try to lock them in? I think definitely with... Um, with Jeff, uh, of course, you know, as I said, getting an episode that far in advance when they were only breaking so far down the line, um, you know, it was really weird because Allison said at the panel, somebody get, got up and asked, will you be directing an episode this season? We heard you were supposed to last season with the strike. It didn't happen. Well, at the panel, she said, it's in discussion. Nothing's definite yet. But at the junket, she said she was. De- she said it was definite. So I don't know if, like, on the way down to the press junket, she and <laughs> Kelly and Brian and Todd and Darren worked this out <laughs> or not. But Kelly and Brian's like, "Hey, by the way, we've meant to tell you, uh, yeah, you're directing." Well, you know, she fourteen of this season. Apparently. It was funny because she said somebody asked and she said she definitely wanted to. Everything just hadn't been worked out yet, and Todd and Darren kind of leaned forward and they said, "Well, let's make it official right now." And everybody, you know, there was this huge round of applause, and Allison kind of laughed and shrugged it off, and she was like, "She was like, hopefully it'll all work out, but nothing's official at this point." And and then you got down to the press junket, and they were like, "So tell us what's up, what's happening this season?" And she was like, "I'm directing an episode this season." And I was like, "What? Were you just up? Were you the same, same girl that was just up there? Because I heard you say no." Uh, or well, happen, and, and that is tentatively set. That is tentatively set as the fourteenth episode. Well, according to this full director's list that's been put at IMDb, we're not sure if this is legit or not. Uh, it's definitely got right. some cool names on there. Of course, uh, we're glad to see some returning favorite directors. Uh, Merzi Almaz directing this season. Very cool. Uh, several episodes. Always good to have her around. Um, so, uh, and then Allison directing and Tom directing again. Tom directing episode 16, according to that. Yes. So, uh, it's, uh, and Tom has done the the episodes he's directed. He's done a phenomenal. He does. He doesn't always get handed the best episodes, the best scripts, but he, he does some amazing stuff with the scripts he's handed. I'm not a huge fan of, of fragile or hydro, but they were both shot very well. Now, of course I am a huge fan of apocalypse. I think apocalypse is one of the best episodes from last season. And he did yes. some some stellar, did an outstanding yeah, he job. He did some with stellar that. stuff with that. So I'll be uh, anxious to see what he can do with eight sixteen if that is the case. Um, of course, the big news is uh, the big thing to take away from the panel, and something I don't have listed here in front of me and Steve is something that I actually said at the panel before the Smallville panel had even happened, and that was don't count Smallville out just yet. It seems that they're working on season nine as we speak, and uh, I just wouldn't get. I just wouldn't set your sights on season eight being the end just yet because. Uh, well, yeah, they basically they said don't you know CW especially is saying we want to keep this thing going, and it looks like they're going to do that or try to yeah. depending and I guess that would depend on ratings and stuff for this season. Yeah, wouldn't it? I, I think definitely I think it does, definitely the success after losing so many people you know they're bringing Kristen back for sweeps in November probably leading up to Legion. 
Um, have you seen Kristen yet recently? Yeah, with the short yeah, hair. Yeah, she cut all her hair off. And she's definitely going to be a different person when she returns to Smallville. Not a clone or anything. But uh, she's going to be more grown up, more adult oriented. And it's not going to be, you know, wearing the pink so much and, and just the pining after somebody so much. It's going to be uh, a very adult oriented Lana Lang that you see when she returns, even though they've kind of. They've wrapped up the Clark and Lana storyline. They haven't wrapped up the Lana storyline just yet. Then, so I think after those four or five episodes, you probably won't see Kristen again. But I don't know. You never know when you're going to see these people. That was another uh, good question that came out of the panel. But uh, I think the rule here is yet we're not looking at Smallville ending anytime soon. We're not looking at Shoe ending anytime soon. That was another question somebody asked at the panel. Will Shoe end? Uh, with Smallville, and, and from everything Steve and I have talked about, the plan is to keep on going. So <clears throat> we'll be uh, two. Th- we, have, we have no idea. It might just be two guys sitting around sipping coffee. Yeah, uh, 2016. We're still going to be doing shoe. You know. Way did you Did line. you read Action Comics number one thousand yet? It was amazing. I did. Uh, I did, and I was very very pleased with what I read. I mean, that's that's kind of what it'll be. I know, <laughs> and I'm scared for our life together. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Mm. Muffin. Also, um, since we last spoke, uh, mm. titles for episodes three and episode five of uh, season eight have been released. How about how about three, four, and five? Well, three, yeah, three, four. I was wondering why you said you didn't have that in the rundown. I thought did I leave off four? No, there's a dash there, which means episodes eight oh three to eight oh five through eight oh five. Yeah. You're my hero. 803. Steve's going to be looking forward to this one. It's entitled Toxic. And yep. and unfortunately, I, I have not told you I have read the script outline. Nothing specific about our good friend the Warrior Angel in this episode. Yeah, you did tell um, me that. Oh, did I tell you that? Well, yeah, Clark, yeah. Clark and Chloe, uh, we're not going to get too much away from the episode. We'll talk in spoilers. Clark and Chloe do go to a screening for the Warrior Angel film that was shot in episode 705 action. We were so and, close uh, to them being to Clark being able to just bump we, we into just, the creator. Well, I don't know about that, but I kind of thought, well, maybe they're sitting at the theater and you know, developed by Stephen Gloss. You know, maybe it'll come on screen, but it doesn't look <laughs> like they ever actually show them in the theater right. or anything. So, but it's very, it will be cool for me at least. It'll still be cool to see that come up on the marquee when they're walking down through oh, Metropolis sure, yeah, or whatever yeah. after you know getting to write that article. So and then, that's uh, cool. And then that's that's eight oh that's eight oh three is toxic. Eight oh four is instinct. 804 will be featuring a new, uh, not a new, new to Smallville villain from the DC Universe will be coming in in this episode, and we'll be seeing how she affects Clark Kent. And 805 is called Commitment. And, or Committed, uh, even. Is it Committed? I'm sorry. Committed, yeah. And uh, TV Guide sent, over, sent us over a little something last night about 805, which will feature, uh, I think it's no secret that Clark will be working at the Daily Planet this season. Definitely that wasn't something spoilerish from... The trailer or the panel, they weren't shy about it at all. Definitely, they they want that in the limelight this season. That there will be a Clark and Lois, not so much relationship, but in the past they've played Clark and Lois off as brother and sister, and now they will be developing them as to friends, as a stepping stone to the next stage of their relationship. And maybe more. And maybe more. <laughs> Steve, don't tell anybody. Okay. Even if I wanted to. Uh, Come on, man! Do the joke. If you're I'm not sorry. gonna follow I'm through, I'm sorry. I, you lo- I'm, how dumb am I that I got lost? <laughs> I started the joke and then I got lost. Oh, no. Joey, Joey, you can't tell anybody, even if I wanted. Not to. even if I wanted to. <laughs> 
Um, I I really uh, this is going to be neat to see the progression of them working side by side at the Daily Planet, a desk across from each other. They're covering covering a story in this one about uh, couples who are being kidnapped by somebody in Metropolis, and uh, there's going to be a Clark and Lois kiss. In episode eight oh five, for all that's, you—that's the big deal right now for all you shippers out there. For all you, you Clark and Lois shippers, Clois, not Clark, but you know, or the Clois, right? Which all is Clois shippers. Which, which if is, I am a shipper, I'm a Clois shipper. I'm not going to lie to you. No, you're a Clark. No, I'm a Clois shipper. Oh, I thought she, uh, I thought you said Clois, because you know what Clois is, don't you? Oh, you mean oh nasty? No, 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 not that's like incest. that. Or is it Clo? Clo- yeah, Clo. No, it's it's that's the ones that think that. Oh, that yeah, that, that Lois Chloe, is that not Lois, Lois. That Chloe yeah. will become the true uh, Lois. Which I got news for you for all you thinking that uh, that uh, Lois will die and Chloe will become Lois. Got sad news for you. That ain't gonna be happening. So and then that was never. I don't that 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 was never supposed to happen. Never the plan. Never the plan. I think so. I think that. I really think the intention of the creators and the writers was to, when Lois showed up in season four, to put all those things to rest. <laughs> oh, yeah. But well, you know, I mean, the, the original version of Chloe was just to be a nod to the Lois character, and later on down the road they became cousins because they wanted to bring Lois into the show. Right. And and definitely some of Chloe rubbed, up, rubbed off on Lois in the, the writing realm of things and working at the Daily Planet and everything. So... Uh, it'll be interesting to see that you know Chloe's not going back to the Daily Planet. She, that's right. not her position anymore. And Clark and Lois will be Clark will be developing a dual identity, not only saving people but using the Daily Planet as a means to save people, knowing whether when trouble will be happening and being able to save the day at the same time. And that that's definitely this whole season is about double identities and and Clark developing his. Definitely on the fast track to that last episode where. He embraces his destiny wholeheartedly. And everybody looks up. Yes, everyone looks up. Um, Over at Krypton's site right now, there are some great interviews. Uh, Craig was just popping them out one right after the uh, the other. And uh, Derek, you've already talked a little bit about the press junket. Yeah, and we got so split up. You know, Jason saved our seat, um, as we said, to get in the panel. But there were a couple of us together, and some of us didn't go. And... um, it was me and Marty and Jason were in line, and then Chris showed up a little bit late. I remember why. Xander, why did you show up late? Now Xander, I can't gosh, unlock the thread, Xander. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember why. Which, by the way, if you're not part of the Chris Griffin experience, you just don't know what you're missing, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But I love you, Muffin. But you know, it's fine. I don't really understand uh where he was at the time. But anyway, we got in line and then Craig showed up, which I had saved a place for Craig at the Heroes line and he slept through it. So he he, he was not one of the six thousand people in there with us nice. to see episode three oh one for heroes. But uh um we got in line and then Chris showed up and Chris and Craig went and got in the back of the line and, and they uh they they had to sit Separately, I don't remember what ended up happening in the room. Jason, Jason sat dead center because he filmed the thing, which he did an amazing job filming the panel. And that's where our audio comes from. It's his tape. So again, we thank him for that. Craig sat with Jason and covered uh, everything, and then Marty and Chris and I sat up on the second row. They were sitting a little bit further back, and then we sat up on the second row just to just so I could look at Cassidy. 
uh no just so i could uh be right up in the midst of everything because it was it's just cool being at those panels and it's one thing being on the back i mean it's cool even being on the back row oh, with six thousand sure. yeah. people in a room but to actually you know be way up in the front and not have to watch the video screen you can just sit there and watch them yeah um well you know the, the cool. closest thing i can relate it to was i went to uh celebration three star wars celebration three a couple of years back by the way, I have to tell you this story after you tell this, and then go ahead. You know, 50,000 people in Indiana at the big convention center and everything. It was pretty crazy. But, like, they, it was before Episode 3 came out, and there was the big Rick McCollum extravaganza, you know, where that was where they are going to be showing all the footage from Episode 3, you know, all the special footage that no one had seen yet. And, right. And, man, I just, those lines, and then getting in there and just being in that experience of this room with, you know, two or 3,000 people, and the the energy that's there, the excitement, whenever anything, you know. Oh, it was intense, especially being with a lot of Smallville fans. And, oh, and sure, then, yeah, know, that's with the, the heroes, fans. and that's the kicker. There is is the fans. Oh that yeah, are there, you know, and when and, they're and, cool, when they're not like annoying, right? You know, fans like we are. Uh, you know, it's really. Um, but I have to tell you the story real quick, and then we will continue on because I think our fans will appreciate this because it is about Steve. Uh, uh-huh. So there. I don't think you ever told this on the show before. You are on the video for the Celebration 3. Yes. And that's yes, still on StarWars.com, correct? Yes, yes, so I you think can, so. And, and you're somewhere on there. And you're actually saying something. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. They, they I say it's just fun. Or, it's a blast. It's just fun. It's a blast. That, that's going on your tombstone. So, <laughs> or it was just fun. I don't know. Um, so there's, there's um, several Star Wars booths on the exhibition floor. For or the exhibit hall, rather, I think it's the I think the exhibition floor is something different. I think that's right. in Vegas. Uh, so there's several Star Wars booths because, of course, Clone Wars comes out a week from today, and they were yes, all it really does, geared sir. up for that. And they were all they were selling the Clone Wars figures. Which you can I don't, listen to my take on some of that in, in the uh, next Geek Out Loud, the official, the official podcast at geekoutonline.com. Geek uh, so we were. <laughs> <laughs> So there, I mean, huge jumbotrons, so much cool swag, giving stuff away. I got you something. I got to get to you. I'm digging my what would Neil Patrick Harris do bracelet because I'm still wearing it like a champ. Um, just so much stuff going on. I think we're talking about Comic Con way more than intended this episode, but it's fine. Um, they were showing the Celebration Three video on one of the huge screens from drop down from the ceiling, and really? I I'm walking through and I look up and there's Steve Glosson. No, you're kidding me. I am not, sir. That's hilarious. I was, I was just like da 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 da. Boom, chocolate pie. You know, I'm just like, there he is. He made it. And so I'm not thinking, oh, it's a Star Wars booth. I'm thinking, oh, sh- he's on the screen right now. Where is he? Is he behind me? He snuck up on me. The sob. He surprised me and showed up. Bastard showed up. How dare he not call me? Where is he? Let me give him a big old bear hug. So you know, then I realized. And then I looked down and I saw it was a Star Wars, the the big Star Wars booth, which was really cool. They had life size replicas of yeah. the 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 animated the, of from me. the new film, yeah, from me. <laughs> but they had a a full size Yoda, but it was from the animation from the new Clone Wars. And you know, I didn't really take pictures because when you walk in there, a I'm I'm, I'm already claustrophobic, and b I, my adrenaline level, I just want to punch people. Um, right. I'm like, you know, we we met up with our, our friend Allie, and she felt very very violated, and I did too. Uh, <laughs> several people walking around there. My backpack got knocked off me one more time, and I was just gonna <laughs> pound on somebody. But uh, it was it was really neat. Just the whole exhibit hall floor is 
in itself is amazing. If you've never been, it goes on forever. And just when you think you're at the end, you're completely not. Definitely there was a Warner Brothers booth. There wasn't really a Smallville booth as there's been in the past. There was a Heroes booth. There was a Fox booth that had some Sarah Connor stuff, but nothing really. There was a <laughs> Behind the Warner Brothers booth, there was a huge Harold and Kumar booth, and they had the Unicorn and the Neil Patrick Harris rides. Uh, not a real one. It was plastic, but that was true. Uh, there's just so much stuff to see. And the whole Basically, when you walk in, the whole left side is movie and TV stuff. All The whole right side is stuff to buy. Um, and there were some great DC artists there. There were, uh, so I mean, the autograph lines were huge. I mean, uh, the people from Heroes there signing, people from Sarah Connor, just people all over the place. So there was no way to see everything you wanted to see. But definitely, um, that is a place. I mean, if if uh, that is a place, Geek Out Loud needs to go, Sarah, because if there's any place where you can feel free to geek out and and it's and Comic-Con. be among peers it's Comic Con cuz I, I you you definitely weren't getting weird looks from anybody from you know from anything you know I kind of felt I'm not a huge fan of like superhero t-shirts and stuff I own them and yes I will wear them but like I if you'll I'm, wear them to go pick up Aquaman I hate you I <laughs> I I don't really want to we told that story on the show didn't we I don't yes, really ever yes. want to just be in a place where I need to look, you know, a little bit nicer and wear a superhero t-shirt. So I was a little worried about one day, like, I had a Kingdom Come Superman shirt that I bought at Kevin Smith's store in L.A., his comic book shop, uh, Secret Stash. Shameless plug. But, uh, uh, so one day I was like, should I really wear this? And then to turn around and Graham's wearing his Batman shirt that he got from Secret Stash, and we kind of look at each other for a second, and we're like, damn it. <laughs> but it was fine. We wore well, them both. Well, my friend and I made the rule. When we went to Celebration 3, we made the rule we're not wearing any Star Wars t-shirts. Uh-huh. Just because we're going to set up. We're already geeky enough by being there. We're that's set that's the way I felt about it. I was already like... Man, so then I was like, do I wear my shoe shirt at our panel? Do I do yes, it? Yes, you do. No. Yeah, you got to be that guy. I, I would have been not that, guy. that guy. I was not that guy. Um, I would have been that well, guy. the pack Graham and I made the night before is he was going to wear the shoe shirt and I was going to wear the 10th Wonder shirt. But he. No, he, that would have been funny. He, I thought so, but he didn't do it. So I, I wore a golf shirt. Graham! Graham! Graham it. That's fine. Graham it. So what else we got to talk about, Steve? Um, I want to hear about this season eight trailer, sir. Sir, let me tell you, never in all my days of watching Smallville trailers since the pilot have I ever seen something. So, and here's the thing, here's the way you can tell about it. You can tell it was thrown together quick. Right. But it don't matter because it was so (laughs) good. Um, was it was it mostly it? I mean, it didn't just cover season eight stuff. There were clips from earlier seasons. It ran about five and a half minutes. Um. Three minutes of that was the journey so far. Previously um, on Smallville. Pretty much. It was everything from the pilot. I mean, the first thing you see is baby Clark walking up to Jonathan and Martha Kent. I mean, that's that was the first thing you really saw in the trailer. And I'm, so we went from the pilot all the way up to Arctic, you know, and we and it had it divided up from every every hero has a beginning, every hero has a journey, um, every hero has loss, every hero has love, and you see him with Lana, and then you see all these people leaving his life, you see Jonathan die, you see Martha leave at the end of Phantom, or at the beginning of Phantom, you see, and then you see Lex holding him at the end of Arctic, and everything just kind of cuts off, everything Mm. just kind of dies, and then these red letters come up on the screen, and it says, but every, every hero has a destiny, 
and it went into season eight. And dude, you can I just, just got chills. When I know that. you can feel it in the room, oh man. It was the first thing that because I I was it, you thought it ended because Jeff Love came out at the beginning. And he was like, "Hey, we're gonna bring everybody up on stage real quick." World premiere trailer for season eight. Here you go, and bam, they went into it. People were still sitting down, and I was like, "Damn it, move! I want to see you know, just get out of my way." Uh-huh. And um, so the last thing you see is Lex holding Clark. Um, they use the Batman Begins music in most Did of it. They really? Yeah, that was kind of cool actually. At first, I was like, "Eh," but then it uh, definitely during some, the lost part right. uh, of of Jonathan dying, they were playing the the. You know that I'm not going to sing it, but that part uh, I don't remember the name of it because I haven't used Latin since high school when I took three years of it. Uh, Ever since we said Nathy Salton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then I mean they were kind of just using messing around with their Warner Brothers music label a little bit because then they went into uh, that new Coldplay. I mean U2. I mean Coldplay song because it sounds like U2. Um, They used that during the love part. Of of him and showing him and Lana's relationship thus far, um, and then they had and then they had some really cool more Batman Begins music for they had an action sequence and they showed, um, you know him destroying Brainiac from Arctic. They showed Kara flying around the Phantom Zone uh, and a bunch of other action sequences from the past seven years. And then yeah. it just kind of ends all at once. It, everything went black, and I was like, okay, didn't see anything new in that. And then just real slowly it fades up on those red words, but every hero has a destiny. And I was like, holy Golly. shit. Did people and go nuts? Did yes, people go nuts? yes. I mean, it went crazy. <laughs> Almost the, th- the fact that I think they paused it because it stayed up there just a little bit too long on those red words. Oh, and I don't man. know if they made it a little bit longer like that because they thought everybody would go crazy before it goes into it. Dude, I can't tell you half of what I saw in the next two minutes because... So much boom, boom, boom. Yes, boom, 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 and they wanted it that way. I know there was a bunch of stuff. I mean, it was all from eight hundred one and eight hundred two. Huge amount of stuff from eight hundred two. Eight hundred two is going to be holy crap. Visually, eight hundred two is going to be so good compared to what I saw. But you see a lot of um, you see a lot of Clark in Odyssey, uh, uh, without his powers. You know, and getting beat up by some folks uh, on his ship or his boat or whatever. Um, you see a lot of Chloe. I uh, don't really know what's going on with her, but you see a, a, a interrogation kind of scene with her. Uh, you see Lois is kind of a little bit more darker haired this season, but you see her like in s- several different situations, like in several different outfits and stuff, trying to get around and 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 snoop around and stuff with her press badge on. Uh, you see the Justice League, of course. You see Black Canary. You see Aquaman. You see uh, you see Green Arrow. You see. Um, uh, one really cool shot that just stands out of my mind. There wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. There was just a right. whole lot of uh, boom, 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 you know, just effects, loud noises, music, really cool music playing. Um, there's a lot of stuff turned over uh, in the streets of Metropolis. A lot of explosions have gone off. You see Clark slow-mo walking through all these explosions with buses turned over, carrying a woman out of all this fire oh and stuff. Gosh. And I think it's Cassidy. You really can't tell. Uh, I, I think it's Tess that he's carrying out uh, of all the fire, but it was in really cool slow motion. But one thing, you, and there were some effect shots from previous seasons, but one really cool thing that stands out in my mind and, and really does go back to the to the whole Clark uh, missing, you know, for three months when 801 begins, is you see uh, Justin in full Green Arrow outfit holding an arrow to Clark from across the room. You know, he's he's ready, he's poised and ready to shoot, and. Um, 
and he looks at Clark and he says, "Where's Lex Luthor?" And Clark says, "Lex." And Green Arrow just lets the bow go, lets the arrow go, and it goes straight into Clark's uh, shoulder. <gasps> yeah. So uh, there, there's some cool stuff to get excited for in 801. 801 really does, and this is the first thing I told you when I left the panel and called you, they shot it like a movie. And I don't mean the story is like a movie. I don't mean that it has epic moments like a movie. I mean that season eight looks like it's done on a whole different level. It's done like a mini movie every week from what I saw from 801 and 802. It looks like they have gone to the trouble to shoot it like like a motion picture. You know, it, it looks on a much more grander scale than any episode we've ever seen before. And if there was anybody in that room who had doubts of season eight, they were definitely gone upon watching that trailer. <laughs> Dude, listen, you assuaged half of my doubts when you said, then the red letters. Yeah. Every hero has a destiny. But every hero has a destiny. Oh my gosh. I um, want to just, I want to see that trailer, man. Well, they're supposed to be releasing it via Xbox. They have yet to, but, but word on the street is they will be releasing it for everybody to see. It's such a good, such a good trailer because it has some of the best moments of the series leading up to the the kick-ass parts. And then you, when you get to the kick-ass parts, I mean, they're really, really kick-ass. I mean, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm not swayed at all by having done this for two years and seen stuff early and stuff like that. I, when I still see something that makes me, like, my heart stir, you know, it, I still get pumped over it. And that was right, definitely yeah. one of those moments where I was, like, pounding my foot on the floor. Like, holy crap, did they just do that? Yeah. You know, and... Uh, I'm also 24. I'm a, I'm a Taurus, and I, uh, you know, <laughs> leave me alone. You know what? Uh, I, uh, shut up. I can I can have geek out moments if I want to. Indeed. Usually only if they're about Muppets. But uh, so <laughs> I was really just, and then it and then it kind of just ends again. You just bam bam bickety bam bam bam, and it ends. And uh, I know it's leaked online, so but it's not. It's a horrible quality, horrible audio. So if you want to go check that out, that's up to you. Um, there were definitely well, I'll, people I'll be around. honest. I've I've snooped around on YouTube, and what I couldn't make out anything that was up on it's, there. It's 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 not even worth the trouble because there were so many people walking around ready to just jump on you. Security was tight this year. Uh, they had no qualms about throwing people out of anywhere. Uh, basically, somebody recorded the first fifteen minutes of three hundred one of Heroes, and mm-hmm. I don't know where they got pile drived at, but I, you know they I think they they. They took <laughs> they took a friend of ours from from the Tenth Wonder uh, Trip Breaker on the forums. He held Graham's place for Watchmen, and he had his iPhone out during the Watchmen panel when they showed the new trailer. And right. he didn't have it like taking a picture or anything. He just had his iPhone out, which doesn't record video or anything. They came and hauled him off. And Graham was like, they came with a wash tub and some cement. Man. Yeah, and Graham was like, I didn't see him for like three, four hours, and when I saw him again, he didn't remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they showed the trailer again at the end because they were like, "Here we go oh, again." Awesome. And so, but everybody was talking and leaving then, so it, it, it kind of it wasn't it didn't have as good a feel to it. Um, sure. You you get to see a lot of scenes that happen at the Arctic because, like I said, a lot of it was in eight hundred one. So you see a lot of stuff at the North Pole. You see, I mean, when um, definitely another when Santa s- Claus shows up. De- yeah, Santa Claus shows up. Definitely another scene you see is uh, Tess walk in. And everybody says, "Who are you?" and, and she says, "I'm Tess Mercer. My restriction is unli- wait, my, I forget how she words it. My access is unrestricted." And I was like, "Oh, cool!" Because she was really cool. 
because she was just like doing all kinds of stuff on a computer. She had access right, to everything. Yeah. Um, she there's a quick little scene with her and Clark, kind of flirtatious scene where she's looking at Clark and Clark says, "You got to quit thinking of me as just your boss, Clark." Because after that point, I wasn't even thinking. Well, he works for the Daily Planet now. She's now in charge of the Daily Planet, so that is her his boss. But yeah, she there's there's a quick little flirtatious scene between the two of them in the trailer where where she says, "You have to quit thinking of me as just your boss, Clark." Um, definitely that's going to be some interesting stuff in the season, but it ends, it ends real quick and you never, oh, there's only one time in the trailer. Do you ever see Sam Witwer playing Davis Bloom? And that's, um, during all this destruction, uh, from what I can tell, it's all from the destruction of 802 plastique and you don't really, you don't really, um, you just can tell there's a lot of bombs going off all over town and, um, and Clark saving the day and, uh, you only see him the one time. And then it fades to the black, and all of a sudden it fades up again, and it's... Um, Everybody's looking up. Yeah, and it ends. Uh, it's Sam standing in the middle of a uh, deserted street, like in, in the dark of night. And uh, he's he's standing there by himself, and he's kind of shaking a little bit. Not really, but you can kind of tell like he's having to, fixing to have some kind of breakdown or something. And... You hear Chloe's voiceover, and it says, and it says, Clark, there is something out there that can kill you, and you need to stay away from it. And then it just goes to black, and that was it. Yeah. Well, I got to see that trailer. Like I I get chills just thinking of Chloe saying, Clark, there's something out there that can kill you. Yes. Oh my god. (sighs) So good. Season eight needs to start like tomorrow. It's yeah. If if anybody has any doubts. Hopefully that trailer will be made available. I, you know, I just, I can't, it was so, you know, just, if you want to see it, just the, let the onslaught begin. I mean, there's there's addresses for Warner Brothers and CW, all you got to do is Google. Start writing in, folks, because if you want to see that trailer, <coughs> excuse me, if you want to see that trailer, you may have to ask for it, and you may have to beg for it. I heard it was coming out during Xbox, but some of the Smallville stuff they've already released on Xbox, that, you know, that's, they've already done their Smallville thing. They've already done the press jungle. They've already done the stuff from the panel. Um, there was a guy got up at the, uh, and I'm, there's some pictures going down the AAC right now as I'm talking about this. There was a guy in full green arrow costume. I don't know how he made this thing, but it looked just like the green arrow costume had a green arrow bow and, and Justin brought him up to the panel and he, he posed with the bow and everything up, up on stage. Um, cool. Um, there's just a lot of cool moments. Justin was really funny. As I said, Cassidy was hilarious. Uh, Sam gave a lot of insight into Doomsday, what they were going to do with the character, how familiar he was going to be to uh, the comic fans, and how Smallville's take on him was going to be different but exciting. And of course, I wonder. I mean, I guess that's my thing, and, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of discussions about this as as time rolls on through season eight, because I would imagine that'd be one of those things that just kind of sit on and let it build for a while, probably. Um, um, and the first we've really heard of it. Came out at Comic Con. That's what everybody said. Is he going to be the? Is he going to look like the Doomsday we we've come to know over the past? Was that ninety three, fifteen years ago? Right uh, when he came along, really, and and uh, it was a resounding. I don't think it's too spoilers to say it was a resounding yes at the panel. He will look like Doomsday. Uh, he really yes. That that is what they said. That is what they said at the press junket. That is what they said on the panel. He will look like. The death of Superman, Doomsday. Now, how big a boy is old Sam Witwicky? Not that big a boy. Uh, he's shorter than Justin and Tom. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. I think. Really good huh. actor, though. Really, just the, sure. I mean, sure. just just stuff you've seen him in, and then the way he handled himself on the panel. He was funny. He 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 had some good insights into some stuff. That's going to be interesting. Smallville's take on Doomsday, which is apparently going to be other than the fact that they've changed, you know, who he is. It's not an actual creature. He's a creature with yeah, insides and body, but he's not an alien. Uh, or is he? Mm. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. Not saying yes or no to that. Interesting. Exactly. So, uh, just you know, keep an eye out for that later on. I, I guess you know it's just going to be a big thing hinted at until it finally happens, and when it happens. You know, I mean, Sam even said at the press junket, he said, you know, Lex Luthor can F with Superman all day long, but only Doomsday can kill Superman. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that comes about. Lex Luthor takes that as an F and challenge. Yeah, sir. I th- as a slap <laughs> in the F and face right there, sir. So, uh, very, the tr- oh God, it's just, you, it was one of the things that you could have watched it ten more times and it never would have gotten old and you still would have seen more just incredible stuff as it went on um and and i have got to see this trailer it's just if there was anybody out there that that were and there were some people that got up and asked questions at the panel and they were like you know i was a little bit worried about season eight you didn't have michael anymore alan miles are gone and uh and they, they said you know that completely reaffirmed everything for me right there you they definitely have taken it to the next level they've lost a lot they took a huge step back in losing these people but they've taken a huge step forward in what they're doing now and i for one am thoroughly impressed at what kelly Bryan, todd and darren are going to do with this upcoming season well let me ask you this go for it because um and and get your opinion on this let's wrap you know alan miles when they left the 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 statement was we want smallville to be able to have a budget and if we stick around you know, the budget's being cut, and we want to be able to kind of... This is our way of trying to give back to the show so it can still be a quality show. Right. And make sure it's got the money available. Right. You lose Alan Miles. You lose Michael Rosenbaum. You lose Laura Vandervoort. You lose, uh, for a full-time, regular basis, uh, Christian Crook. I mean... John does, Glover, too. Does John Glover, yeah. So does it look like that the money that's not being spent on salary is now has been poured back into production. I think so. I mean, you definitely you've got to pay Justin and definitely, you know, you've got to um you've got to set aside a reserve cuz premieres, finales are always bigger. Definitely 809 is going to be huge and I'm sure Jeff Johns is not a small paycheck to pay. But I think that everybody's going to be thoroughly impressed at where they're putting their money into. The effects that I saw um the stuff from 801, the stuff from 802, man. I I'm almost more excited for 802 than I am 801 after after the uh, trailer, because it's just forg- yeah, I'm forgive yeah. me, I'm losing my voice right now. Um, it's really just impressive to see. You know, two is not always a big episode in a season. You know, we had sneeze and we've had some stuff like that, but effects wise, it, it, they're more story driven episodes. And and, yeah. and, and yeah. Um, this looked like something that I haven't seen the press releases and the show notes from and everything. Yes, this looked like something that was more along the lines of an entire fourth act of the show. Holy crap, stuff going off. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, it looks, and just that shot of Tom in the blue shirt carrying this girl out of the flames. Nothing like lockdown. And when you think of lockdown, you think of Clark carrying Lana out. That was one of the big effect shots from season five, which also made it, you know, it was on that DVD. Lionel saw it. It was the one where he said, Right, where he blows me. through the explosion right. itself you, and, as it's and you yeah. say you know, it's not an effect shot like it's not a Clark has strength. It's not a Clark has abilities effect shot. It's a 
it's a hero shot. It's uh, everything going off in the background, but him getting out with the girl. It's a shot like Justice, kind of. Kind of, yeah, but not as... Uh, not saying that that shot was corny, because it was completely badass. But, I know, you're right, but, but it was one of those. It was yeah. one, that was a fanboy moment. This was, uh, holy crap, that's Superman. Right, okay. You know, carrying right. carrying a girl cool. away from, from the damage and destruction. Um, cool. so, so very neat to look forward to, and, and the whole time, and I think it's Tess. You know, it happened quick, you couldn't really tell. Didn't really get a good shot of the girl, but she's staring up at him like, you just saved my life, kind of thing. Right. So, I mean, yeah. if there's any, you know, they're, they're going to have some fun scenes together, and uh, and, and from what I've seen, they, I've seen a couple of fun scenes with them, and I think that that's only going to grow over the season. Definitely, they will share in a mutual attraction to each other, but there's going to be a lot of women in Clark's life this season, not only working with, uh, not only working with Lois... There's also going to be some, um, if you remember the letter back from season two that Chloe wrote Clark. Um, yeah, that's coming back that's around. Coming back, that's going to show back up early on in this season. You've also got Lana coming back later on. You've got Tess, and then you've got this character in 804 that's also going to make things difficult on Clark. So, uh, Green Arrow... And hopefully, 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 and this is speculation, this isn't <clears> anything <throat> that we've got to even think that this may take place. I'm just saying that this is a hopefully from Steve, if Steve had his wish, Lori. that in about nine or ten weeks we'll be announcing that uh, Michael Rosenbaum will be repri- reprising his role for an episode or two. Uh, I'd wait a little bit longer than nine or ten weeks. I'm just saying that's when the news would start to pop out. You think it. so? Yeah. Michael's got some stuff he wants to do. Michael wants to grow some hair. Michael wants yep. to go be on Heroes. No, but I think that would be, I, I really do think that would be cool. <laughs> If, How funny will it be if he shows up? I'd love it if he showed up as Lex on Heroes. That would be pretty weird. Uh, I, Get the old crossover going. That was a huge question somebody asked at the panel. They said, what would you what would you want to crossover with? And almost everybody said Heroes. Uh, I, uh, there were, but I think the logical one that that could even perchance happen, if, if everything were to work out correctly, is um, Supernatural. And everybody said that, too. Yeah, that'd be and that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I think so, especially because they're both shot in Vancouver. But yeah. um, you know, just just the ease of the the two sets. Of course, now let's be honest. If Clark gets on there with <laughs> Tom Willing, Jared Padalecki, um, not Jared Padalecki, yeah, Jensen Ackles, yeah, Jensen Ackles. He looks at him and says, uh, "Don't I know?" Well, they can make him cut distant cousins or something. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, I mean, well, it all goes back to the whole thing. They they hunt evil things, and it could go back to the whole witch thing with uh, with Isabel and all oh, that. Oh, wow, so. yeah, that'd be... See? Round Look table. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. So, it was so much fun, though. And then our panel was just a delight to get to meet everybody. Um, great questions from, from, from everybody that was there. Had a lot of fun. Got to call Steve. Steve made me laugh my butt off when he sent that text message. Uh... <laughs> remind everybody that geek if you haven't seen the panel just everything's getting serious we've got about 15 minutes left we're filling some really good questions you know graham and i are back and forth keeping everybody pretty well entertained i think for a saturday afternoon after a busy saturday morning of waking up early i thought we were we were doing pretty good and i heard my phone you know on the floor and i and people are watching us like my dad was watching stamp me on the videos around 52 minutes right <laughs> Yeah, fifty-two minutes. If you want to, it's. I don't think you you don't get it across quite as good as you will when Graham gets the high def version up that Jason filmed. But like my dad was watching and he was text messaging me a little bit, watching the camera go off. So he was sending and I was kind of laughing. And then so I just I get one more, 
and I just kind of start like I'm biting my lip not to laugh. Like I'm I'm just kind of shaking a little bit as as Steve calls, and I just start moving. And Graham interrupts his question completely, looks at me, he says, "Are you on Twitter?" And I'm like, "No." Steve just wanted wanted me to remind everybody that Geek Out Loud is the official podcast of GeekOutOnline dot com, and everybody loses it. I mean, <laughs> any any way any if we we never could have get the thing back on track after that because I mean that just derailed the whole situation <laughs> right there. But it was and good. Because, scene. Thank you, yeah. sir. <laughs> well, we can't top that. Good night, everybody. You know, it's just. Well, uh, I'd send another one. I'd be like, make sure you tell everyone we appreciate them listening, and then and then I sent that to you, and uh, I didn't think anything else about it. Yeah, and uh, what's fun though is to watch the video because you you're just kind of there, you're looking at it, and just the smile that spreads on your face. I just ear to ear, sir. <laughs> it was ear to freaking ear. I, you know, it was it was a good you know, and that was a stressful day already, and and it was good to to interact with some folks. And then that night we got to go out with a bunch of shoe and tenth wonder yeah, people, so yeah. that was cool too. We 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 went to a a, 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 a sports bar grill kind of place. And I guess there were about thirty or forty people there, uh, and, and we got to have fun there too. But um, it's just, and <laughs> I just can't explain how cool it was to look out and see everybody, and then just get to hear questions about. I mean, people would ask stuff about mole, there was Civil War. You get to hear chocolate pie. It was. I hope you, I hope you go next year. Uh, we're going to Dragon Con in three weeks, but it's not going to be near as much an experience that is. If you are going to Dragon Con, here is the official word on that. That is the last weekend this month. Yes. Is that correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes spills over on the Labor Day. Uh, Steve and I are going. We're going to be there in person together. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, let, the, let the mayhem begin. Um, we do not have an official panel for our shows like we did at Comic-Con. However, there are official panels for Smallville Heroes, Sarah Connor, Battlestar Galactica, stuff like that. Um, the difference at DragonCon is instead of having cast and crew on these panels, they have quote unquote experts. I don't. We use that term loosely. Very uh, loosely, sir. <clears throat> so we have been asked to be on this panel. So Graham and I will be on the heroes, the official heroes panel for DragonCon, and Steve and I will be on the Sarah Connor and Smallville panels. So if if you're there, you know, come by, say hi. Uh, again, Twitter Twitter did a great service for us. Bash it all you want to, Steve Gloss. And Twitter did an amazing job for us in San Diego. We wouldn't have met up with half the people we did had it not been for Twitter. We will use Twitter again at DragonCon. So if you're going to be down there. Hey, I love Twitter. I've started a whole new phenomenon on Twitter. I think everybody hates you now <laughs> for what you've done to Twitter. Hey, someone tweeted the other night that some guy was trying to do the same thing that I did. And I said, just tell him it's already been done. Already been done, sir. Steve yep. Steve watched the entire trilogy of Star Wars and tweeted the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. So I think that's that's a lot going on right now and I, I you know, we've we've delved into some stuff that could be considered spoilers but not really. But definitely not, when we come back again we're gonna be dealing heavily with spoilers from eight oh one and eight oh two, so there's not really a point in getting into those today. So is that yes. all we got for today? That's Steven? what we got. Make sure you email us. Yes, email us always. Mail at House of El- Sorry. I, I revert back to season two and three of House of El. Email us at mail at smallvillepodcast.com. And, uh, and we've got some great emails for next week. It's just such a loaded show today. There was no way to get to everything. So and you can by. email us individually, too. Yeah, Steve at smallvillepodcast.com or Derek, Derek at, at smallvillepodcast.com. And uh, check out our website, smallvillepodcast.com, our home on the internet where you can find all the latest Smallville news and Superman goings on and definitely what's going on with us when new episodes are going to be available 
things of that nature. Sorry for the delay. I, you know, I got sick and then I went to LA and it was impossible to try and even do an episode there. And, and, and I've only been back. I got back, uh, last, last Wednesday. Yeah. So I've just been back a week and trying to get acclimated back to everything. It's so, fun. uh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And go to our forums, forums.smallvillepodcast.com and you can, uh, get gear up for the new season. Maybe a big change coming in the forums very soon. We're uh, we're in talks with that with uh, a few people who may be handling some new House of L forums. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Uh, and uh, As long and, as Geek Out Loud still has a place. Well, uh, we'll see. I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> sure. uh yeah, we got... <laughs> we got to get rid of some stuff on there. We got to we gotta clean up some stuff, and we got to we gotta make it anew for Season 8. So, we got to uh, get rid of some people on there. Wait, no. Wait, wait. That's not right. Wait, that's not, I didn't whoa, mean to say that. Wait a second. Dylan wait Wolf. I didn't mean to say that at all. Whoa! Killer? What I'm was sorry. that? The I'm hostility? Sorry. No, I heard something. Who did? Whose name did you say? I didn't I'm say sorry. a name at all, Dylan I, Wolf. You didn't say it. Okay, I thought I heard you say a name. No. Let me tell you, I, I found. Why a new would home, I say though. Dylan Wolf on the I, podcast? Who? Nothing. Okay. You know, if you're not with the Chris Griffin experience, you're just not on the best forums in the world, and you need to go to the Chris Griffin experience. <laughs> Sign up now. And uh, he probably doesn't want me to say this because he likes it as a small community, but it's fun. Go to Xander.com. Xander.com. <laughs> Did he buy that? I don't know. I'm just making oh, stuff up. Surely That's not. That's a lie. That'd I hope it's not a porn site. It's probably, it's probably that new age girl, future, whatever people Weird get. patch eye. People kept asking me about that at Comic Con, about you going to that website. You know oh, the... I'm talking about the, fe- the <laughs> dude. The Terminator. guy sent a link on Skynex. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah. The guy sent a link, man. It's everybody crazy. was like, everybody was like, "Where's Steven?" It's like he's still trying to build his perfect woman over at that <laughs> website. Man. Well, I call. am single, sir. Well, hello, there. ladies. Hello, ladies. ladies. How are you doing? Call so. me the Billy D of podcasting. <laughs> Billy D. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Lando Gosson. Uh, and hello, Twitter. What have we here? Twitter.com forward slash shoe podcast. You can curse it if you want to, but it has helped out. Twitter.com forward slash big honkin'. Yeah, is where you can just get pissed off if you want to be that. So that's that's <laughs> where that's where the magic doesn't happen. No there. one fussed at me about that. No one, no one got ticked at me. That's but people got ticked at me for it because I did it. I didn't even do it half as much as you did. I, I joined you for Jedi. I made maybe thirty comments. And yeah. People were bashing me, and I was like. Yeah, that's what's wrong with this world. Steve should be president, and I would just be his lackey. <laughs> I'm just the jester for amusement. Look at me. So I'm the president. Anyway. You do all the work. I know, I know. So we will be back next week with another new episode. Actually, probably before that, because we've got a we've got some uh, time constraints to fill, not only with two more Comic Con episodes, hopefully two, uh, but also leading up to episode 100. Of yeah, Star we got Wars a big hundred and first episode coming up. Got a big hundred and first. Nobody saw it coming. So uh, we'll be back very soon with all that. Keep it stick. Keep it stuck. Keep it stuck to uh, smallvillepodcast.com. Keep it stuck right here. Keep it stuck and embrace the paradox, and we'll see you guys later. See you. <laughs>